You know you're created for more. Now let's do something about it. Welcome to Project You, the space for you to embrace the I can, I will philosophy and finally start making progress towards your goals, your dreams, and your desires. Be kind, supportive, and remember every day that the blueprint for you is within. I'm Cami Craig. Today, let's work on Project You. Hey, you guys, welcome to Project You. This is our last episode on our series of How to Lose Body Fat. And in this series, we've really dug deep about what are ways, what are um, philosophies, what are elements that we can put ourselves into to lose the stubborn fat that every single one of us wants off our body. And we've, we've come to terms that there is a lot of science behind this action. There's a lot of science uh, education and knowledge behind everything that we do. And when we start to comprehend this this fact, right, then we can, like we said, educate ourselves and put ourselves in the right environment, the right state to really apply all the tools that we're learning in, in this three-part series. And I am so excited today, uh, more so than, than I've been in a while, because I'm choosing this, and it just so happens to, to be our topic today um, about what I'm talking about right now is the, is the choice, you know, and then the interactive brain and the harmony between all parts of the brain working together and not being so fragmented because we're, we're choosing this and we're choosing to slow down a little bit and know that this is this is part of our plan. This is part of our journey. And and some of us don't have the idea to lose body fat. We actually want to gain muscle. And some of us have another plan of attack to actually uh, gain condition and endurance. And some of us have the plan of attack to just step into our, our fears and conquer them. And it has nothing to do with our physical being. But But today... We can apply this in so many different elements that when we know that there is actually science behind the way that we behave and that we think, right, that can actually help us lose weight. And this is this is just right down our alley when it comes down to Project U is we are picking up new tools and we're applying our new knowledge and that is because we are being brainy. We are actually logically thinking about all of these things now and putting it into a, a, a higher notion, which is developing this knowledge. And I, I'm, I'm fascinated by this way of losing body fat because this is how I truthfully feel that I've gotten to my best or better physique. I'm not at my best yet. I know that because I'm still alive and I'm still learning and I'm still growing. So the best has still yet to come. But I'm really enjoying the 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 shell that I'm in right now and the state that I'm in right now because of the things that we're going to talk about today. And I must say that each and every one of us knows a doctor or doctors in our life. Each and every one of us knows fitness enthusiasts and we know lawyers and we know dentists and we know janitors and we know secretaries and teachers and we know all these different walks of life, right, in our lives. And so many people that are mentors in our life and teachers in our life and and people that are our vessels in our life have great, literally, uh, wisdom and also knowledge to help us. And, 
and 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 I'm never shy of listening to other people. I'm I'm finally at a at a at a time in my life where I'm like I'm gonna be open, and even even when I'm in my own zone under the roof of CCF and and things are jiving and going and. And people are looking at me because I'm the professional and I'm their trainer and I'm their coach for this place. You guys have no idea whether you're a Project You with Cami Craig subscriber or you're a friend or you're someone I've run into through Instagram or um, your family, whoever you are out there, I want you to know that you are worth it and you also have some incredible knowledge inside of your brain, inside of your heart to start applying more. And I know that because the even in my four walls uh, of my sanctuary, I am so open to people like you sharing your walk and sharing your journey and sharing the, the wisdom and the enlightenment and the education and knowledge that you also have, whether that be through a book or a podcast or an article or anything of that sorts. Never be shy of sharing these things, especially when your heart's vocalizing this and screaming like knocking. Um, hey, share this. Hey, share this. Share it. Be open because because of people like you, I have a friend that's a doctor and she works out with me and we've become honestly friends and of course she's my client too, but she knew that I was um, really approaching this How to Lose Body Fat podcast and my passion is is this of course you guys know that and 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 she's a doctor with children okay so you would think that that it wouldn't be down her alley to share um a piece of advice and also a piece of science that she came across because it's not her profession however i i thought again it was fascinating that she shared this uh with me because this is where i was going with the last part of this uh series which was within our within our head and our brain and the way that we're thinking and our mindset and whether it's positive or negative and the way that we're talking and law of attraction and all these things, right? So of course, because of law of attraction, she sends me this this amazing article by a PhD director of behavior change strategies and coaching, Dr. Allison Grupski. And she sends me this and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is exactly where I was going with this last series of this podcast and how to lose body fat. So I am so eager to share uh, this exact article from, from, from my dear friend that is, that is also a doctor and, and, and put this all together because this is an everyday thing. When I, when I talk to my clients and it's nice to know the, the science behind all this and that's where we become more encouraged and more enlightened and have a lot more hope. Because we, we, we know that the research is out there and this has been proven, right? And um, this is where we're at right now. So again, I'm going to start this podcast by saying this is no longer really Project You. This is Project Heather. This is Project Taylor. This is Project Simone. This is Project whoever you are. Please put your name in this space right now and write this down somewhere, even if it's a blank piece of paper or with a Sharpie pen on top of your journal. Um, just write it down that this life is truly also about you al- along with everything and everyone else around you. We are better by being our better selves, a woman and a man in progress, 
beyond our wildest dreams, we can become the human that we are destined to be. And 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 part of this is figuring out what's going on in between the ears, you know, and figuring out how to really decipher all this information and really find ourselves in alignment to to the help that we need. So here we are between um, you know the two worlds of figuring out what foods to eat and how many calories to burn. That's ex- I mean that's basically the the hardest part of losing fat, really, right? And when you're attempting to lose this fat, we feel that it's all physical. Like I just had a, a client, he's in his own project C for six weeks. He's taking a week off and he's going back hard in, in six more weeks. And and he's like, okay, so only an hour. And I'm like, yeah, we're just ripping the muscle, muscle specific down for an hour. No longer do you need to rip and tear and and scrutinize these muscles for the next hour and a half, two hours, even three hours, because really he has he has the mindset of an athlete. And athletes, if if you are one, it's it's a it's balls out, it's all the way through, it's overextend yourself, and really that's not the way to get the best results. And it always seems to be that way when we're attempting to figure out how we're going to do this, okay? So what we're doing is we're actually putting the physical state and the 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 big thoughts about, oh my gosh, I need to go on a run now, then I need to go do my training session, and then I, get, then I need to get my hit in. You, We want to put that on the back burner now. We actually want to put our brain into a, a way bigger role than we ever have in this journey. We're actually taking our brain, we're taking our mindset, and we're actually putting on the forefront, okay, of the of the brain right now. And we're 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 putting the I have to eat this many calories and I have to get this workout and I have to get this much rest. Of course that's part of the equation, but we're putting that more so on the back burner now. Okay? Are we all there? Capiche? All right. So now when we're when we're thinking about all this, and again, I'm asking you to actually put your your brain on right now. I want you to know, without a shadow of a doubt, the best way to lose fat is about how you're thinking about how you're going to do that. Okay, and this is, of course, has a term. Okay, this term is action intention gap, which is a really 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 fancy name for the difference between what people do versus what they actually end up doing, okay? And I, I found that this is a, a big game of psychology at the end of the day. Like you can talk and 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 talk all day long, but really what ends up giving the, the success and, and really plays out the whole way through is when that person actually just learns as much as they can and they end up doing what what they're what they're educated on and what they're really digesting and retaining, you know. And through this um, amazing article from um, Dr. Allison Grupski, the director of Behavior Change Strategies and Coaching, she said that what we do is impacted by all sorts of factors: how we're feeling, the thoughts that are going through our minds, our past experiences, the habits we've developed, and the environment around us are just to name a few. 
And don't you find that to be so correct? A hundred percent. Like there, I, I can, I can actually write a small book about this exactly because so many people get ahead of themselves by, by stating all the factors that, that are going on in their life on behalf of why their goal isn't being reached. You know, and so that can be, oh my gosh, I got in a fight with my husband last night. My kids were up all day today puking and I was supposed to be doing work and then I didn't get my workout in. I have been feeling really depressed because of my workspace and the environment there. It's X, Y, and Z. I literally know exactly what you're going through. And especially when it comes to factors and different things that are going on in our life, remember this. Everyone is fighting their own battle. Everyone has their own factors that are going on life. However, it's just the ones that are, are willing to compartmentalize and, and, and put in favor, you know, the, the more important things that are really helpful to our lives rather than focusing on the, the things that are, are not so important we don't have control of. And the things that you have control of are, right, your brain, your thoughts, your life, your actions. The words that you speak and how you react and all those different elements are are yours, right? And they are within your control. So when I've really sat down and grabbed, you know, uh, popcorn and, and soda and watched this movie uh, in front of me, I'm able to see that the behavioral science, ready, seeks to understand those factors and can be used to help people do more of what they really want to do in this life regards to living a healthy life, okay? So that's what I'm seeing now, sitting back, watching this whole movie that is called Fat Loss, right? And all of these different ways to get there, we're understanding that there's, there's, there's a really big dynamic when it comes to how you're behaving. Okay, and what are you doing with those tools, with those things, right, to really live this healthy life? And, and when you're watching this, okay, and when you're seeing this before your own eyes and you have your own popcorn and your own soda, that's a really bad example right now because we're talking about fat loss and you don't, you know, lose a lot of fat, drink a lot of soda. But I know you get what I'm saying. And so while we're learning on which foods to eat and which workouts to do and what the intensity is going to be and what the consistency is going to be. It is so important for us to watch this movie and to see this movie and clearly understand that there's so many different behaviors, all right, and so many different principles that are scientifically known on how we can really approach this weight loss and really see the success of, of our weight loss, which is really our fat loss, and and really see past all the obstacles that are smacking in the, us in the face to stop, okay? Really, at the end of the day as well, you're not, you're not, you know, per the people that are around you in the environment and the bad things that are going on, you're not supposed to lose this weight, right? You're supposed to stay stressed out and you're supposed to stay unhappy and you're supposed to stay isolated and in this little bubble, 
No, that's absolutely false. I, I just flabbergasted this whole scene right now, all right? And, and the true point of the scene and the truth of this scene is that your obstacles can be really moved side, moved to the side, moved to the corner, moved over there in order for you to really tackle your fat loss. And you have to do that manually. You have to do that manually through your mind every single day of your life. And so through this through this time that I've spent researching our, our behavioral science and especially for, through Dr. Krupski, I've learned that this word self-efficacy is so big. I wish I would have known that this was a, a true thing because I spoke of it all the time. But Dr. Grupski says that self-efficacy is the confidence or belief we have in our ability to complete a specific task. You guys, listen to this again. Self-efficacy is the confidence or belief that we have in our ability to complete a specific task. I just sent a text message out to my Project C solos today. And at the very end of it, I said, do you believe in yourself? Do you believe that you are able to get to your goals that you signed up for? You chose this path. And I'm just wondering, are, are, you, worth, are you worth it? Are you valued? Are you appreciated? Are you trusting? Are you respected? Are you loved enough by self first to be able to take this step? And uh, this is the actual text that I sent to, to give you whole of the self-efficacy. I wanted to let you girls know that I know this is not easy. It's hard, but if it were easy, everyone would be doing it. You stand out, you're extraordinary, and I believe in you. Couple spaces, do you believe in yourself? One of the girls for Project C, which is really Project Taylor, she wrote back, I needed this. Thank you, Cammie, for being so amazing in so many ways and so caring each day I take as a step. I complete a step each day I finish. The great community that is around me, who motivates me and pushes me, helps. I believe in myself. Thank you for pushing us to do our best and for believing in us. And of course, you know, this is just transparent and it's parallel into exactly what we're chatting about today is that we're most likely to take action when we believe that we will succeed and we're more likely to keep pushing forward even though we might find that we we found ourselves in a setback and I often say you, you might find yourself going five steps forward and three steps back three steps forward and one step back and the the when our self-efficacy is at its highest peak we are truly able to, to embark this journey at a greater level. And our, our small little achievements, our small promises that we have every single day become the reason why you succeeded, right? And then that really helps us stay motivated. So our small incremental little baby promises that we make every single day that, you know, just like Taylor said, are my every little step, I'm able to become motivated and achieve these goals little by little, which will then in the long run be my bigger goal. I personally don't forget 
to cheer my friends on. And I, and I like to cheer my friends on to their goals because I know how hard it is in reaching my own personal goals. And I, I found that, that that praise, when you find your people, when you find your inner circle, when you find your community, that it leverages the, the weight loss, it leverages the fat loss, it, it puts more power into your heart and, and, and into your, um, you know, your whole being and your bloodstream because of this this honest self that you're in front of, which is you, and this honest other person or people or community that are also in front of you. We often find ourselves to relating with one another because we've all found a little piece of a success. Um, there was another girl at the gym and she was being mentored by another woman that had already gone through Project C and she, the veteran noticed that the current Project C solo was was in a little funk and she was a little hard and down on herself, you know, and she she really was there for the newbie, right? And she spoke truth of how hard it was, you know, to to be in this place. But because she showed some praise and shared some praise and shared some transparency, um, this woman, the newbie, walked out believing in herself even more. She was literally inspired by someone else's success along the way. And that became that became really, you know, part of her day to to find a little pepper to step, to go get her food um, prepped out for the rest of the week because she was slacking and lacking that already. And and how do I know this? Because I communicate with my clients and we're also always taking personal inventory every single day. Where So if you feel like you've gone three steps back, well, why did you take the three steps back? Oh, because you haven't drinking, you know, a gallon of water and you only drink 16 ounces. Well, that's a problem, you know. Um, you only you only rested four hours last night because you were restless um, because of everything that's going on at work. On at work, yes, that's a little problem. But these things, if they're if they're shared out loud and we know that they're going on, then we can actually face them. Which leads us to the second principle that we're talking about today and how to lose body fat. Check this out. The abstinence violation effect is probably something that sounds very familiar to you. And it sounds very familiar to you because you've probably lived it, you've probably done it, and I'm going to raise my hand first and and, and, and break the ice on this one. But how many of you have attempted to do something, like follow a plan, follow a class, follow a program of whatever um, that's in front of you that you either bought into or it was gifted to you or whatever. And because you didn't follow that plan perfectly, you feel that you failed, so then you immediately feel like you're giving up entirely. You're just gonna throw in the towel and be like, oh, F it, I'm done. It's not worth it, it's not working, it's over. You know, so that is the abstinence violation effect and acting like it's just actually not happening because it didn't, you didn't follow it to a T, okay? And I find this to be a really, really, really big thing in Project C and a really big thing when people are, are um, really approaching their goals day in and day out and they feel like they've done so much and it's not working right? Uh, there's an Instagram post that I often talk about, and I've already said it probably like three times in Project U, 
podcast with Cammie Craig, but it's the it's the girl that's in Instagram and and she's like raising up her shirt, looking up in the mirror, and it she says, "Am I skinny yet?" And then the second one is her with her her stomach out and standing normal, and then it says, "But it's only been three days in the gym of healthy eating and you know working out," and it makes me laugh because I don't know how many times I've done that. Like I've gone from one phase to another and shutting everything out and then you know bringing it back in and and when it feels like I've worked so hard I just throw in the towel you know and so to avoid throwing in the towel we need to find a system that works for us okay so that's why it's very important to remember that you are experimenting when you're going into a class or a new teacher or a program or anything that's that's before us we are intentionally wanting to find a way to not be so quick on throwing in the towel because we are attempting to find a system that works for us, a coach that speaks our language, a teacher that knows how to strategize and problem solve um, with me because you know they know a little bit more about my, my behavior and how I react and how I retain things and, and whatnot. And so... I, I've, I've, I've known over the course of time that there's got to be some flexibility when we're looking into weight loss. We, we have to know that there's different levels of, of finding this plan and finding our goals in order to um, you know be successful rather. And so I, I know that this can this can be a, a thing for people because, there's so many times where I, I find my clients saying, you know, I'm just I'm just gonna throw in the towel because I've been working so hard lately. And that is the one thing that you don't want to do. Your metabolic system is going to come on. Your your behavior and your action-based self is going to get stronger every single day. And even though it's tough. It, let the tough be present. Let, let the suckiness of this journey be present because you, we don't know if it's going to be day 7, day 14, day 22, whatever that may be, but there's going to be a step that you take where there's going to be major breakthrough. So us having the abstinence violation effect needs to be forbidden in our life. We need to know that we're not going to give up just because our plan hasn't followed through perfectly, which then leads us to number three, the ostrich effect. Uh, Dr. Grupski says that the ostrich effect refers to humans' tendencies to bury our heads in the sand like ostriches do, to avoid information or experiences that we expect will cause us discomfort. For example, she says we tend to avoid weighing ourselves because we don't want to know. We know that our clothes are fitting tighter, correct? But but we don't want to face it. We want to put our head in the sand and act like it's not happening. Well, research has shown that actually putting the number in front of our face, and I much rather, instead of weighing uh, my clients, I, I ask them to go get a body fat composition. I want you to see the numbers of your body fat, of your lean mass, to be right in front of your face so you have very important knowledge about exactly who you are, 
okay? So then you're, you, you, you don't have the ostrich effect going on. You actually know the very important information about you, right? And then with this knowing, you know, this fact about you, we're able to find the, the excitement and also sometimes it's anger for, from some people um, to be action-based towards these goals, right? Only because you had your head out of the sand and you're willing to look at everything's going on. And then what we do, we we go back to the Reno Diagnostics and get the DEXA scan again 12 to 16 weeks later to measure our growth, to see the actual number again. And it's very encouraging every single day to know that this is my goal. I'm going to go there and I'm going to see the numbers. And instead of just being, you know, relaxed about this and acting like it's not happening and not literally walking past the mirror and never looking at self, you know, um, that's not the way that we are intended to live our life is to be head in the sand. We were intended to be very in tune with our body. And this was to be normal, um, to, to look at ourself. This was, this was the way that we were designed. That's why God blessed us with all the senses, you know, and he blessed us with the alarms and, and knew, he knew that we were going to have day-to-day up and downs. But if we don't know exactly what's going on and having that mind and body connection, then really we're, we're playing the ostrich effect all the time, our heads in the sand. And we really don't know what, um, the foods are doing to us, the lack of foods or the lack of fluids, um, the lack of or, you know, overabundance of sleep, whatever. Like we were supposed and designed to keep our head up and our eyes up and our, and our nose engaged and our ears on perk because we were supposed to be in tune with our body. So now I'm asking you to apply um, principle number three in your life in a more positive manner and to not be the ostrich, but be the person that you are supposed to be by keeping your head up. Okay. All right. So our principle number four that we're going into on how to lose body fat is friction versus fuel. Dr. Grupski says friction is anything that makes a behavior less likely to happen. You're tired, you're surrounded by tempting foods, the behavior requires a lot of complicated steps. Fuel is anything that increases the likelihood of it happening. You're feeling energized knowing how to do it. Your behavior is uh, one of pleasure because you're, you're finding the joy in this. Whatever that may be, this is friction versus fuel. And this kind of goes back to our very first principle of the self-efficacy, you know, and um, having that belief system in ourself. And as we go down to our principle number four, we believe, right, that our fuel is, is anything that increases the likelihood of this happening. So when we believe in ourselves and have this true self-efficacy, we also have the the fuel behind us which is going to get us to a certain spot the friction that we play in life is in our brain as well we we act out because of our friction and we react because of our constant friction that we're having so this is an idea that i have for you and a lot of people do this including myself um, especially these days um, when when you're learning new habits and 
you're you're attempting to to live this vivacious energetic life that we were destined to live right set out your workout clothes the night before uh the the night before you go to your workout and then and then put different outfits together let's not just wear the same outfit there's true true science behind the the idea of wearing really vivacious energetic colors versus all black you know everyone knows why we wear all black you know sometimes we're not feeling it and we don't want to look at ourselves in the mirror going back to the the principle number three that we just spoke about the ostrich effect we're not going to look at this today i'm going to act like it's not happening you know and and i know that i am enjoying wearing the more vibrant colors rather than just black all the time because I'm willing to keep my head up and I'm willing to look at myself in the mirror even even when I'm not feeling well. I, I still want to know that girl. I want to know that woman too and not be so um, um, unconscious all the time. I want to actually be conscious in this setting of losing fat. So also there's another tactic that I that I love sharing with clients and, and reminding myself is that when we have the processed foods in our house, we're probably going to eat them. And it and 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 I also say this because when we have the processed foods in our house, we are helping the friction stay present in our life, right? And so if we're really asking for fuel, which is energy, then we need to remove the friction in our life, which are in this setting of losing body fat is our processed foods. Do you guys really catch on to this right now? This is how beautiful fitness is, and this is why I love fitness so much, because I here I am speaking out loud to you. This is a raw moment and whatever, but um, this is why I love fitness, because it, it, it encourages this project you, right, when we're picking up new tools of real life, day-to-day -day life. I just said remove the friction in your life, right, to to allow more fuel which is energy into your life and so here we are talking about body fat and we can remove the friction there and if it's a relationship we can move the we can remove the friction there if it's in our environment we can remove this friction there if it's if it's in your household you can remove the friction it it, it, it this can be applied in all different elements of our life and and that's what also I'm so grateful for fitness for so thank you fitness for being an amazing teacher when we are aware of what friction is versus fuel is we we know that this feels right and this feels wrong okay and then when we put the fuel on the forefront of our of our well-being then we we light up right and and we want to know more we want to become educated we want to be coached you know and then the wants of being accountable is present and then the wants of being valued from self and respected by self starts to be a discipline you know so i i truly ask that we take principle number four into a, a higher notion every single day, and that is to be aware of what the um, the friction versus fuel is and how you can decrease and increase uh, these standpoints. So 
our principle number five is the scarcity effect. And this is Dr. Allison Groupski's words, not mine, but when we attempt to rigidly restrict certain foods from our diets or say they are completely off limits, a feeling of deprivation can develop and that can also backfire, making us more likely to eventually overdo it on those foods. Put simply, when we label things off as off limits, you will want them more. And and these are Dr. Groupski's words. And for those that have known me and in the coaching world of fitness, this is truth. And this is something I know of truth because it's happened personally to me. I've, I've told myself, you're not allowed. You're not allowed this. You're not allowed this. And it's just like, you know, Adam and Eve and and, and the Garden of Eden and, and the apple and, you know, don't have this, don't have this. And we're, we're going to be tempted, right? We're humans. We're sinners. We fall short. We fail. We're not perfect, you know? And so the scarcity effect is so true because it, it gives us this huge imbalance when, when it's, when it's all said and done. So I've learned to be a better coach uh, because I, I don't want to label things as off limits. I actually shared with a client the other day, she was like, I have, this is Project Heather. Um, she's like, I have like seven Diet Cokes, five to seven a, a day. And so we went through detox weeks, you know, which are 14 days worth of detox. And then, and then I told her, um, on day 15, you can go ahead and have your diet sodas again. And but for for now, for the 14 days of detox, I just want you to challenge yourself to attempt to not have the diet sodas, you know. And if you do, then then of course that happens. But but that's the challenge. But on day 15, you can have this diet soda. And already, I think she was catching on to me, and she was like, "You're playing a game of psychology with me. You're doing this reverse effect right now that." You know, I'm going to get it and I'm going to have something to Jones for at the end. Um, but she already knew at the beginning of this conversation that this was not going to be exactly how I projected it to be. It was probably going to be her actually saying, okay, I know that I can have this. And I'm, I, I was told that I can. But because of the way that I'm, I think that I'm going to feel after 14 days of being in this pure state, I don't think that I'm going to want the soda. You know, and especially she's not going to want seven of them on day 15, you know, so that psychology really worked and, 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 and it was, it was really cute to watch her smile and her eyes light up and kind of catch me in what I was doing. But I really do believe that if we label things soft limits, we will want them more. So instead of labeling certain foods um, and grouping them as good or bad, we need to possibly maybe, maybe please adopt that we can have things in moderation. This stance is way more effective than saying, nope, you're absolutely done. You know, one of the one of the ideas behind this is to know that we are human, we will fail, we, we sin, we fall short. Anything of how you want to look at it, we are sharing with ourselves that, hey, I'm going to fall beneath the line sometimes. But I don't want to fall so far beneath the line where I feel so crappy again because I have my seven diet sodas. They don't make me feel good. So instead, I can have maybe one, and then I can I can you know combine that with my gallon of water, and then that human will probably realize that the gallon of water and their electrolytes and their their essential vitamins, potassium, sodium, and magnesium, and phosphorus, and 
and calcium are going to play more of a role than that diet soda did, right? And then so then we all all, all of a sudden find this more balance, more harmonic uh, tune in our life because we're making room to fit in our our little things and and then when we do have it, it doesn't serve us. It doesn't feel good, right? So it, it, that's also the the nice thing behind um, actually indulging and consuming those favorite things after after the time of doing something so well. Um, I must say that this tactic has worked on so many people and it's helped create better habits with a lot of my clients and a lot of people that I coach across across the globe really um I remember I had this uh online client from Italy and she was saying how much she loved her bread and how much she loved her wine and I was like okay well I just want to let you know that I've heard because I haven't been over there but I've heard that the way that you guys make your bread and um you know get your or make your wine rather that it's a lot more pure than what America does so I'm actually encourage you to not give it up completely because that could be one of your carbs you know is having having your bread and having a little of your wine and also encourage getting your protein and your essential fats is what she was really missing because she loves her wine and bread and just by being me praising the fact that over in Italy and Europe, I've heard, you know, the ingredients are a lot more pure and a lot more organic. Um, she took that and, and, and created this idea in her head that, oh my gosh, I don't have to completely avoid this and eliminate this. I can actually have this in a, in a very more balanced way and enjoy my life still. And she loves her wine. Right, so I thought that was um, really awesome of her to share with me as well. And lo and behold, she reached her goals and she had her her vices along the way. So we're gladly gonna step into principle number six, which is one of my favorites, you guys. This is practicing self-compassion. I love this one with all my heart because practicing self-compassion really essentially means that we're talking to ourselves in a way that we care about ourselves. And so the way that I'm talking to you right now is the way that I should be talking to myself is I matter, right? I intrinsically matter just like you do. And so when we have compassion towards our goals and towards our, you know, hiccups and and our successes then it's just a nicer more gradual journey along the way okay so since people have a tendency to focus on the negative all the time right this is seen on media this is seen on social media this is seen in the workplace you know because we're around a, a, a different types of people that have different mindsets I must say that the higher tendency is to focus on the negative. And when we flip the script and encourage ourselves to highlight the things that are going on really well in our life, we can really be encouraging to self. And I know this is true because this is happening to me right now. I am so much more compassionate to myself. I am so much more graceful to myself 
And that's all I've ever done and given to other people. I've been taken for granted. I've been shoved in the corner. I've been pretty much slapped in the face a thousand times over and over again. And I still come back with, with grace and compassion to these, you know, to the negative, right? And it's it's got to stop. Once and for all, you have got to care for yourself and stop caring for everything around you that's slapping in you in the face. And that becomes, you know, talking about friction versus fuel. You know, allow this place of compassion to really work its wonder. This is part of our mindset. This is important because getting stuck and the self-defeat, those thoughts of what I did wrong, how could I have done it better, what must I do, it gets in the way of our progress and every part of our growth that we're, that we're destined to fall into. But we, again, are holding ourselves back, right? And so I, 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 gotta, I gotta tell you, as we find ourselves at the end of this last part of our series of how to lose body fat, the way that you think about yourself and the way that you are approaching yourself every single day is a huge part of either your success or not success. This is a hard thing to, to grasp because we're always searching for the thing. We're searching for the pill. We're searching for the drug. We're searching for the new book. We're searching for the new podcast. We're searching for something so tangible that will change your life. But really, what's gonna change your life is you having self-compassion, you having grace, you having the maturity, the emotional maturity, you having the patience, you having the action-based behavior to apply all these different principles that we're talking about today and, 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 and allow yourself to grow. And really, you guys, there, this topic can go on for another, another three-part series, and then I can do another three-part series. There is a, almost a never-ending base of knowledge on behalf of how to lose body fat. And then there's a whole other talk about how to gain muscle mass. And then there's a whole nother talk about how to encourage the condition and endurance and stamina. Then there's a whole nother talk talking about intensity and, and duration of, of workouts and I could go on, right? But right now we're focusing on practicing these principles that we talk, that we just spoke of. So what we're going to start doing at the end of Project U podcast is we're going to, of course, do our action of the week. And through that action of the week, I want you to write down the recap. Okay, so of course, we want to write down the top three things that we learned and any any cool quotes or 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 notes that you're taking from the podcast. But now what we're adding on to all this is the recap. Okay, so really, really quick, we're going to jot these things down if we didn't already. And, and principle number one is the self-efficacy. Principle number two is the abstinence violation effect. Principle number three is the ostrich effect. Principle number four is the friction versus fuel. 
Principle number five is a scarcity effect. And principle number six is practicing self-compassion. If you can go over those principles, maybe later on in the week, maybe next month when you're ready for this, uh, these are these are these are things that we can apply in our life every single day to really become our better self. And yeah, losing the body fat is becoming our better self. To be more aware of our intrinsic organs into our intrinsic mind, into our intrinsic heart, we are better off. So I hope that you guys have a great week and I hope you enjoyed this three-part series of how to lose body fat. And if you guys have any suggestions on behalf of what's next or what you want to hear next on a Project You podcast with Cammie Craig, please don't hesitate to email me, Cammie at CammieCraigFitness.com and or slide right into my DMs and I'll get with you in conversation about what's next. However, I got to tell you, next week's going to be super awesome. You won't miss that one either. Talk to you guys later and hope you have a great week. My obedience determines my outcome. My discipline determines my destiny. My faith determines my focus.